What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related on today's episode. We're going to, of course, be previewing tonight's game against the Boston Celtics, but I'm also be giving my positive and negative takeaways from the Chicago Bulls season so far. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans. So the Bulls have played three games so far this season. And while that first game started off well, there were a lot of good things in that second game. Also against the Washington Wizards, we were in position to win that game. Um, and then, of course, we found out that the refs did miss a foul call that could have changed the outcome of that game. But then we had the third game at home, our opener against the Cleveland Cavaliers, where the Bulls just did not execute. They did not look good overall. It was our worst game by far of the season and left a lot of questions. And I want to talk about before we preview the game tonight against the Celtics I do want to take a look at the positives and negatives so far in the Chicago Bulls young season now again only three games so we do have the quantifier of that going into everything but first up I want to talk about Vooch's improved play the fact that Nikola Vucevic has is, is newly locked in on the offensive and defensive end of the ball and it seems legit right I wanted to take a look it seemed good in the preseason um and then coming into the season so far uh, Nikola Vucevic is 36th overall in the NBA in PER. That's a player efficiency rating. He is a 22.59 player efficiency rating. This is up considerably from his efficiency rating last year of it only being 18.27. So Vuce's improved play is legit. I said before, Vuce has found a way to kind of merge Orlando Vuce into being the third option on this team. And the averages show it. 18.3 points per game, 9.7 rebounds per game, which I do think that's going to take an uptick. Uh, he rebounded the ball very terribly um, in, the, in the Cleveland game. So I do expect that to get into double digits. It was in double digits before, but he's still tied at seventh overall in the NBA um, in rebounds. He's tied for 10th in the NBA in scoring overall. So listen, and with the two assists per game, we do expect that assist per game to go up some. Vooch is typically for his career been, been around a three assist per game guy. So I do expect that to go up as well. Vooch is playing well. He is 100% from the free throw line so far in this season as well. He's playing Excellently. The way that Vooch is playing is, is, again, what we expected very much from him last season. Now, again, that points per game average uh, isn't much higher than last year. He did average 17.6 points per game last season. But with that being said, it's the it's the increased efficiency. He's doing it with almost three less shots per game than what he was getting uh, last season. So that efficiency, that's why you're seeing that uptick in efficiency overall. Vooch is playing really good this season. And I don't want to go overlook because, again, the way that Vooch goes about getting his bucket sometimes it just seems effortless and I think at times it can go overlooked um, just how solidly Vooch is playing so far in this young season next up Zach Levine as many questions that were around hey are they hiding another injury is it more serious looked very good in his in his uh return now albeit one game so far so we do want to put that into perspective but at least in that one game Zach Levine he moved around he was bouncy he moved he didn't seem like he was dealing with any tightness or injury out there and I know that there were some legitimate concerns hey is this another injury that Zach Levine has suffered and the Bulls just aren't being honest with it 
it seems like all that talk about it being management, yeah, he probably tweaked the knee or something like that in practice, and they may have not wanted to concern people. They knew that it was just going to take a couple of days of rest. But at least in that first game, Zach Levine was everything that it was advertised and that we needed to be. Again, I even think that that output would have been better had the game not been so out of hand out of it as far as just the point-per-game total. We do need to see him and DeMar play better together. One-on-one, uh, -on -one, there's even some Bulls fans are like, oh, was Zach Levine messed up the chemistry? No, he didn't. I, like, at times, Bulls... Us as sports fans, right? Again, I'm not just going to make this just about Bulls fans. We just look for an answer for something when the answer is pretty much, it, it's not that deep, people. It's not that deep. Zach Levine looked good. This team is built around Zach. Um, we, most of these players are used to playing with Zach. Listen, he's not going to throw off the chemistry out there, but at least in this game so far, hopefully we continue it against Boston. He has another big game because we're going to need it. We'll talk about that in the preview. But Zach Levine, in upon his return, looked really good. Really good. Last positive so far, and this isn't the last positive overall. These are just the things that I'm sticking to on this list that I wanted to point out. Drogic and Drummond are going to be key pieces for the Chicago Bulls team, both being veterans, both knowing what they're doing. Drummond has made some mistakes, especially in that Cleveland game. It seemed like Drummond was trying to do too much at times. But Goran Drogic, just go, the way he goes about his business has completely made me a believer after coming into the season, not really expecting much from Goran Drogic. I've been on record. I did not expect Goran to have a big role or to play this good in that role. He's he's averaged a, a nice amount of minutes also per game, so it's not like he's, um, he's not playing out there for us. He's given us a lot. And in that, a PER of 14.52, while not amazing at all by any stretch of the imagination, it is solid for a bit player coming in 7.3 points per game 1.3 rebounds 3.3 assists and he's doing all that in 18 minutes per game this is the lowest uh average per game from him since his rookie year and then again it looks like his third year he averaged 17.8 uh minutes per game in that he's averaging 18 minutes per game he's given a solid output on top of that Goran Dragic is a key piece for the Chicago Bulls team coming off this bench and I, I like the way that the ball moves when he's out there playing the backup point guard now Alex Caruso moved back to that bench row in the game against the Cleveland Cavaliers. That game was a bad game overall. So I'm looking for a better uh, game from the bench once uh, we have Caruso, Drogic, Kobe, um, Drummond out there all playing off the bench. And it may look like Patrick Williams is moving to that bench as well. But those are some of the key positives for me in this game. Uh, I'm sorry, in this season so far for the Chicago Bulls. Again, there are some other things. Io's play in certain times, especially defensively. Io has looked really, really good. But he is going to be one of my first negatives coming into this, uh, the negative side of this is that while Io has been solid defensively, he's been really up and down on the offensive end of the ball. Now, this isn't hugely important because now that, now that Zach Levine is back in that starting lineup, um, it's not it's, it's mitigated some, but as we know that Zach Levine is probably going to get some rest days, especially on back-to-backs, things like this, we need Io's offense to be a little bit more consistent. Now, in the first game of the season, he stepped up, taking on a huge part of the offensive load, taking a lot of shots, making those shots, making big shots for the Chicago Bulls. He had two key three-pointers, but the offense has dipped off since then. Now, again, it's the start of the season. Players are still working into their roles. Io, his role is going to be completely different with Zach Levine in the game versus out the game, but at least that is some cause for concern a little bit to me in that area of the game again not the biggest negative on the list just something that i'm looking out for now this next one is huge passive p and the lack of production from the power forward position overall it just has not been good while javante has given some of the energy um plays some of the energy stats his his shooting that that he shot almost 70 percent in or over 70 percent in the preseason just is not covered over in any efficient way right I've, i said it in preseason do not expect him to shoot 70 percent 
in the regular season, but you wanted that efficiency to stay upwards, right? If you can get him in 45, 50% shooting, it's not been good at all for Javante Green on the offensive side of the ball. Now, he very well may be our starting power forward tonight against Boston. We'll see what's announced there, but it's just, I, I, I can't blame it all on people. The power forward position as a whole has been a negative for the Chicago Bulls and passive P Passive P is a huge concern, mainly, like I said before, because of the lack of effort on the defensive end, and that's where he made his name his rookie year. And so to see regression in that area from, from Passive P is a bit concerning to me, and it definitely goes on this negative list, but right next to it is the power for uh, play overall on this team. The next one is Billy Donovan, Donovan's questionable coaching at times, the, the play calling, right? In the game against the Washington Wizards, we had an opportunity to win that game with almost eight seconds left on the on the clock. The play that we came up with, while you trust DeMar DeRozan to hit big plays, it just was not a good play. It was not an overall good play call with that much time left on the clock. You wanted to try to get something closer to the rim, and they just it seemed like they like Billy Donovan just ceased or, or just gave it up and said DeMar's gonna work his magic and didn't really come up with a play calling. And then some of the some of the the adjustments from Billy Donovan while in the first game against Miami and the, and the second half against the Washington Wizards, we saw Billy Donovan make some quicker adjustments than what we saw last season. But overall, like it's still some of that. Like we saw the Cleveland Cavaliers switch between zone and man and just do our combo defense as well. And that threw off Billy Donovan off his game plan, didn't know how to attack the defense at that point. And we saw the Chicago Bulls offense stagnate hugely. And that's some of the concerning things that we saw from Billy Donovan last season as well. And so Billy Donovan's coaching at times has been one of the biggest negatives at, as well for the Chicago Bulls team and I want to see that improve Billy Donovan is not a bad coach Billy Donovan is one of the better coaches we've had since the Tom Thibodeau area I've always said though I don't think that that whenever the Bulls do get to the promised land of being able to win another title I don't expect Billy Donovan to be the coach but with that being said he is the coach here that's teaching these players how to win how to do things and that Questionable play calling at times has definitely been evident so far in this young season. Let me know if you agree, disagree, any other positives, negatives that you guys want to point out as well. All right, let's get into previewing this game against the Celtics tonight. And it's going to be a difficult one for the Chicago Bulls. This is going to have to be a game where the Chicago Bulls defense has to step up. When you look at Jason Tatum, he's currently leading the league in scoring with 34.7 points per game. And he's 31st in rebounds at 8.3 rebounds per game. Jalen Brown, he's 18th in scoring. He's averaging 25 points per game. So right there, the Chicago Bulls defense is going to have to be locked in. And it's going to have to be team defense. We don't have the one-on-one -on -one defenders that are going to lock down either one of these players. Now, we do have players that are going to make it difficult for them. Can't wait to see Alex Caruso at times on Jalen Brown, things like that. But we're going to have to play great team defense in this game. And to that point... Chicago Bulls right now are 14th in the league in defense, allowing 112.7 points per game. Now, our point differential is terrible. Now, that got blown up a lot by that Cleveland game and the, and the fact that we lost by 32 points in that game. But right now, our points differential is negative 8.6. And again, that's 25th in the league. Now, Boston's defense, while not as elite as it was towards the end of last season, it's, it's 18th overall. They're allowing 113 points per game, and they're ninth in the league in point differential with a point differential of plus 7.9. Now, Boston is also leading the league in field goal percentage at 52% for a team overall so far in this season. Again, young part of the season, but still, that's crazy that as a team, they're shooting 52%. 
and they're tied for six overall in overall scoring at 121 points per game. The Chicago Bulls are currently 27th in team scoring at 104 points per game. Do expect that to go up. We were missing Zach Levine two out of three games. So we expect that to go back up towards more of the 110, 111 mark than at least we were last season. So with all that being said, this game against the Celtics is going to come down to not only can we score with them, but how do we maintain and contain their scores? This is a team that is defending well, scoring well, giving a lot of tough things for the Chicago Bulls. And so because of that, you can't overlook it. We can't come into this game um, and have the flat start of the of the game. We can't have a flat third quarter. We can't do things like that because it's going to come back and bite us in our ass against an, a team like the Boston Celtics. We have to be locked in on both sides of the ball. Um, we have to play that team defense. We have to be communicating on defense. We have to hit big shots. We need big games from our big three in Vooch, DeMar, and Zach. They have to play big in this game. And Vooch, especially while Time Lord's out, playing against Al Horford, he's going to have to assert himself on both sides of the ball like he has in a lot of the games. But we're also going to need defensive impacts from every player on the roster. The bench is going to be key in this game as well, I think. when you are you are If you're able to keep up the pressure, if you're able to keep up that defensive intensity, getting out in transition, getting the easy buckets, getting uh, uh, dr Drummond in pick and rolls, Goran hitting his big shots, we need a big night from Kobe as well coming off the bench. The Bulls can very well be in this game or they cannot be in this game. Now, we have not defended home court well since the second half of last season up until this season. We have to get it together. And if the Bulls play as a team and lock in on both sides of the ball, we can't get a win. It's going to be a tough game. Hopefully, we use the home crowd to our advantage. First off, we got to use that home crowd to our advantage. And hopefully, the Bulls, after getting kicked in the teeth in their first game at home, that they come out with a little bit better effort, a little bit more calm, things like that. They have a day of rest at their, in their own uh, in Chicago. They get to stay in Chicago since the last game, things like that. Hopefully, the lack of travel, things like that, it helps the Chicago Bulls team. Alex Caruso is going to have to make an impact in this game as well. While in the starting lineup, of course, that scoring has not been, but he hasn't really made that defensive impact throughout a game like we're used to seeing from Alex Caruso. I'm looking for my keys to the game in this one. It's going to be Zach Levine as well. I'm going to put Zach Levine on here because Zach has to have a big game. But Iowa DeSumo's defense, Marcus Smart, um, and everything that they have there, Brogdon, like they're going to have to lock in for this team. They're going to have to. Period. This team cannot take a night off against the Boston Celtics at all. We can't have the flat quarters. We're going to have to come in. Vooch, Drummond, going to be keys for this team, this, this game as well. Listen, I'm not going to do any type of, of, of roster prediction or, or, or score prediction or anything in this game, but I am looking at this game like they have weapons at every single position. You have Jason Tatum leading the league in scoring, a team that's leading the league as a team in shooting as well. We can't let them get hot. If we let them get on big runs in this game, the game may be out of hand immediately. They do not give up leads, the Boston Celtics. We have to be locked in tonight against the Boston Celtics, period. But that is it. Let me know your thoughts, some of your keys for tonight's game against the Boston Celtics. Who do you think is a player that absolutely needs to step up in this game? I'm going to also put up, put Patrick Williams out there. When you have the lineup that a Boston Celtics does, whether that Patrick is starting or coming off the bench, he needs to make an impact defensively tonight. If not, we got to move to Derrick Jones Jr. Um, and, and Javante Green. I'm sorry. It just is what it is at this point. But let me know what you guys think down below. Make sure you're following the show at Bull Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullcentralpod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and a voicemail, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We're the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. And like I like to end everything on, see red, go Bulls. Love you guys. Peace, y'all.
This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media.